0: Welcome to Out of the Office. I'm your host, Kaylin Spickler, bringing you ideas for your next Out of the Office adventure. If You've got to get that bird's eye view of the valley.
1: Off the couch and away from video games. If there was one event I would keep inventing, this is the baby. Got a few things in store.
0: Every month we sit down with business owners, regional experts, and everyday people to talk about all there is to offer in the Roanoke region. That's the thing, right? Like there's always so much fun stuff to cover on a podcast. My favorite day. They're having a blast. We are loving it. This month we have lots of merry and bright fun in store. We have first Roanoke County Economic Development Department coming on and talking about the department, but also local businesses that are looking for support during the holiday season. And then we have on Roanoke County Parks, Recreation, and Tourism, as well as Roanoke County Public Libraries to talk about the tree lighting and other fun events around the county, including the Christmas tree lighting and some fun events happening with some celebrity authors at the libraries. Without further ado, let's welcome Roanoke County Economic Development Department. Welcome to the entire department. We have a full studio, and we are so excited to have you all.
2: Thanks for having us, Kaylin. Uh Megan Baker, Director of Economic Development, and I'll let the rest of our team introduce themselves.
3: Hey, happy to be here. Danny Poe, Assistant Director of Economic Development.
4: Hello, um, I'm Joe Zelensky, I'm an Economic Development Specialist.
5: And I'm Carly Foster, and I'm also an Economic Development Specialist. Awesome. Well, we are happy to have
0: all of you. Megan, can you explain what the overall objective and goals of the department are and how that ties into the makeup of local government? So the goals of the department
2: are to attract and grow businesses, create and retain jobs, grow population, generate revenue for local government services like schools, fire, and
0: police, and create a more diverse revenue base to lower taxes for citizens. Well, you guys are definitely busy. Um, I would say a piece of economic growth that is heavily valued by Roanoke County and our community as well um, are our local businesses. So with the holidays approaching, I think it is always a great
5: reminder to shop local. While they may be small businesses, they really have a big impact. Today, 99% of businesses across the U.S. are small business, and over half of all U.S. employees are employed by a small business. So they do play an incredibly valuable role in communities across the country, and Roanoke County is no different. Wow, 99.9%.
0: That's crazy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, well, so last year I feel like I had a better pulse on our community and what all it offers, and I absolutely loved shopping local. A lot of my friends had moved away from Roanoke, so it was the perfect opportunity. To gift things that were special to Roanoke and to find gifts that you couldn't find on Amazon or worry about them already having.
4: I like shopping local because it's convenient and quick. I live near Brambleton Avenue, K Spring Corners area. I mean, there's, there's everything, almost everything that I need is there groceries, gas, um, uh, restaurants, hardware store, auto parts store, even my doctor and dentist are there. So, uh, you know it's it's so convenient and it's it's wonderful
0: i think because roanoke is kind of i feel like there's clusters in different places so If you go shopping one place, then you can find another place right beside it that has something completely different for someone else you might be looking for. Within our county, we are also fortunate to have a wide variety of local businesses, like I was saying, ranging from restaurants and bakeries to memorabilia, shops, boutiques, workout facilities, so many things. This gives a lot of opportunity to find things you need in those little clusters and even things you didn't know you needed while still supporting local.
3: So that's exactly right. Mm -hmm. And to piggyback off of what Carly and Joe have brought up regarding shopping small and the variety of businesses that we have, the businesses we have create a great culture for expansion and growth of new businesses. When businesses are looking for communities to move into or expand in, they do look to have a healthy mix of small and mid-sized businesses as well as other amenities to play into being a healthy environment. So having all of these businesses make up Roanoke County and make it unique in its own way. It plays into allowing us to be an attractive place for new businesses and business expansion.
0: That is something I definitely want to talk about. So we do have a lot of attractive qualities for small businesses and we also appeal to large businesses. So Megan, can you touch on the county's big business announcement from earlier this fall? Yes,
2: um, and and I would add just to my input for the small business. I yeah. love a lot of these little restaurants, and and that's what I I really um, I like. I love living here for that. Yes. So, um, but back to the big announcement. Wells Fargo uh, they did announce an eighty-seven million dollar expansion. They are going to create eleven hundred jobs. Uh, so have a an employment total of around twenty-seven hundred, and when you with a development like that you always get you always get other developments success begets success the total economic impact is projected to be 322 million so we're going to see additional housing restaurants retail and so just really excited to see the development that's to come
0: it has been a great year we've had a lot of big announcements what do you think is attracting all of these businesses to Roanoke? county
2: well we we talked to actually the consultant who uh assisted wells fargo with their expansion here and their feedback was they they see this region as only growing they see it as the ability to find the workforce find the talent we have a lot of colleges and universities uh and we we've had those but they they continue to grow and and they said that actually our our amenities, the mountains, the outdoor activities are very attractive to the, the next generation. We're, we're done with the millennials, I'm an older millennial. We're really <laughs> focused on those uh, on that Gen Z population and, and they're more into minimalist living, um, hmm. really taking part in, in trails, hiking, biking. Uh, and then I guess to add to that too, We've done a lot, our regional partnerships done a lot, um, Virginia's Blue Ridge, to market the community to those outdoor enthusiasts. I, th- I think we are mountain biking capital of the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And, and so just continuing to elevate the profile of this region as an outdoor destination, as an attractive uh, place for
0: younger workers. Yeah, and that's so interesting because you're absolutely right, but we also have, like, that metro part of the mountain adventure. And so, Danny, maybe you want to talk about that um, piece of it and just how the region has changed over the last, like, 10 years maybe even.
3: We're very fortunate to have the mountain and the metro. I think the metro piece, which, you know, focuses within Roanoke City, is a huge asset that the county has as a selling feature when it comes to the attraction, because mm-hmm. you have live theater, you have the symphony, you have museums that all play into pieces of the quality of life that these businesses are looking for when they look to, to locate in a community. But being able to locate in Renate County offers them a great business climate, a supportive staff, a supportive board, But then right next door in Roanoke City, you have these great amenities. So you kind of have the opportunity for the best of both worlds.
0: Yeah, so Megan, you just moved here from Georgia about a year ago. Can you talk about just the differences of Roanoke County and where you were at in Georgia?
2: I'll say every community has their assets. Uh, Both where I lived in Georgia and Roanoke County have uh, incredible quality of life uh, amenities i will say just what really surprised me about roanoke county is is a lot of things the outdoors i remember the first time driving up here seeing the mountains i drove up on the peak leaf weekend (laughs) it it is breathtaking and uh the other couple things i would highlight are the diversity of industry it's much Mm -hmm. more diverse than where i i came from south atlanta Uh, we have a variety of companies manufacturing a lot of products and, and so that's been really interesting. And then also just in terms of economic development, we have sites with utilities, utility capacity, which is really important when you're trying to attract new business to a community.
0: Yeah. Joe, how many years have you been working for the county?
4: 23 years.
0: Okay, so how have you seen economic development objectives and goals and initiatives change over the last 23 years?
4: It's it's been an evolution. It, 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 you look back at it. I mean, it, it seems that things happen slowly, but when you look back and see all the things that have happened, a, a lots lots been accomplished in the last twenty three years.
0: Absolutely. Would you have imagined we'd be where we are today, twenty three years ago?
4: Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Roanoke County is it's it's always it's had a great economy. Uh, it, it's recession proof. Um, it's slow growing, but sometimes that's a good thing it yeah. gives it gives you a chance to keep up with stuff.
0: Yeah, and be more intentional with what you're bringing in. Exactly. So kind of opposite of that, Carly, you have been with the county for close to a year and you are beginning your career like me. And so what made you want to go into economic development?
5: Yes, I'm kind of the strange bird that has wanted to be in economic development since I was 15. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a neighboring smaller community um, and kind of saw businesses struggle Mm -hmm. when all of our industries kind of went overseas. So I was kind of able to see that growing up and see the impact that industries and whether they're doing good or bad has on a community. So I kind of always wanted to be in economic development And when the job at Roanoke County came open, I knew I wanted to be here just because Roanoke for so long has been the leader of the region. And I just kind of wanted to be a part of that and help our businesses because in economic development, our job really is to be an advocate and supporter for our businesses. And it's really cool to make those or help our businesses make connections that really make them successful and impact our community directly.
0: Yeah, And I think that's something we're seeing with you and with the entire department, just being intentional with going out to businesses um, and bringing them goodie bags or cookies or just kind of looking out for them and looking for opportunities for them for grants and other things. So I think that's a great thing that as a department
5: you all are doing. Yes. And kind of taking those gifts to our businesses allows us to build a connection, Mm -hmm. but it also allows us to learn what their needs are because yes we're bringing you a cookie today but also how are you doing and what can we do to support you and what are some resources that you're missing right now that we can connect you with in the future
0: yes i think that that is super great and i think all of you um you all have your strengths and that's what makes the department so strong and you all have that sort of niche within the department I would love to hear from you all, the experts, on some more about these positive announcements. We have had a
2: lot of development in the Tanglewood area, uh, and, and we've seen a lot of growth there in the past couple years. Sketchers, Chili's, Popeye's all opened this year, adding retail and dining options. And in fact, Chili's had the largest grand opening of any Chili's and the most sales in the first month pretty impressive uh across the street oth chop house and oyster bar opened in august in the space that formerly had the brazilian restaurant carlos and then um as i mentioned there's been a lot of development in the tangwood area and carillian children's really was the catalyst and to add to uh to add to their footprint in Tanglewood they are they've uh are opening a 37,000 square foot facility Carilion Mental Health so just lots of positive developments and and that Tanglewood area really is becoming a destination for health care dining and retail
0: yeah the fact before we continue the fact about Chili's is something I love telling people who are local but also people who aren't here because they're like it's Chili's like it's a chain restaurant um but the community had been excited about that for so many years I remember when I was in college people were talking about that so definitely they came to show out they had been excited for years
2: how many times have you eaten there
0: (laughs) I've actually only eaten there once yeah Well, it's time, we'll have to go back.
2: Yes, yes, it's time
3: to go back. (laughs) So Chili's was definitely great, but to circle back to the Carillian Mental Health, we definitely have a growing medical presence within our region, and that is especially evident within Roanoke County over the past year. A few of the notable ones are Galen School of Nursing, which will help address the nursing shortage within the region. The school is located in Metis Plaza, and then Magnolia Eye Center and Vistar Eye Care. This Eye Care on Airport um, Drive is their largest facility within the region, and they do have a research clinic within that facility. So all of it is pointing towards um, continued growth within the medical uh, industry for Roanoke County and the Valley.
4: Also, recently a new hotel opened on Peters Creek Road near the interchange, uh, 581 Interchange. Uh, it's, It's a Wood Spring Suites. Uh, I, I frequently travel that route and every time i go by there the parking lot is full so apparently uh, the hotel's doing well
5: well and i think that's a good location for it right off 581. Mm-hmm. another exciting opening with the holidays coming up is banners hallmark so if you need a good christmas gift make sure you go to the hallmark store
0: Ugh, what a perfect time for the hallmark store <laughs> maybe we'll attract the hallmark channel
3: Yes. <laughs> he was actually a Hallmark actor at the Ribbon Cutting.
0: Really? Which Actress one do you know?
3: Brittany Bristow. She's wow. one of their holiday actresses. <laughs> My son was really excited. We even got her picture signed. Oh,
0: that's so cool. We had Hollywood fame right here in Roanoke County. So there is definitely a lot to look forward to. Can you all elaborate on what some upcoming projects might be? There's always projects in the work.
3: <laughs> but as you all are aware, we work with partners all the time. This morning, we did a webinar with our workforce partners. We have a retail study project going on with the city of Roanoke and Salem to identify retail options for our shared corridors. Wells Fargo was a big project, but there's always projects that we work on with the Virginia Economic Development Partnership and the Roanoke Regional Partnership, so projects are always in the works. That's what goes on behind the scenes and what our nine to five job is. You all just get to see us when we're out doing the fun stuff.
0: (laughs) Well, it's been a great year without a doubt and more is on the horizon. I'm sure as we get thinking about a new calendar year, So with that, now it's time for our game of the episode, Roanoke Rapid Holiday Shopping Edition. So this is like Fast Money on Family Feud, except there's no wrong answers. So I'll give four little topics and each of you can take one. So Megan, this one is for you. The favorite place you've been to since moving here. Uh, I, I really like wine gourmet, okay? Yeah. Did you have a place like that in Georgia? or do you like it because it's completely different?
2: Not Not as close to my home uh, as okay. that is, but I just love the variety and the unique uh, gifts you can get
0: there and the yes. card selection. Yes. Okay, so Danny, this one is for you. You're a longtime Roanoke native. So, what is your favorite business that has been here a while that you maybe grew up going to and now take your kids to, or you could just say your favorite place maybe when you were a kid that you wish was still around?
3: Hill Shopping Center. Okay, would be what I wish was still around. <laughs> it's where Kroger is on Case Spring Corners. Okay. Um, but another store that me and my kids really enjoy going to is um, the Sports Collective store out on Williamson Road.
0: Okay. Yes, they have just a variety there. of
3: gifts and ideas for sports fans, young and old. Yes, and a variety of selection between local colleges, mm-hmm. NFL teams, professional teams. Their their inventory runs the gamut. It's pretty oh, good. Yeah,
0: I was so impressed with everything they had, and they have a special Chiefs inventory for all the new fans out there.
3: <laughs> I'm sure you're so excited. <laughs>
0: okay Joe this one is for you you mentioned living near Brambleton having a lot of opportunities for supporting local close to you which one is your go to for anything
4: well other than Kroger I guess uh, (laughs) uh, the hardware store which I can't think of the name of it right now Ace Ace Hardware okay um, advanced auto
0: okay So you're a handyman.
4: Yeah, pretty much.
0: (laughs) Anywhere where there are tools, we will find you. you. (laughs) Okay. All right, Carly, you have also lived close by, but I think something that you've really been doing is going out and about and going to different restaurants. So where's your favorite
5: spot to go to for lunch? Tacos Rojas. Easy pick.
0: All right. I feel like that's an underrated one, too.
5: Yes, I'll go anywhere where there's chips and salsa.
3: (laughs) (laughs) queso.
0: Well, you guys were so much fun to have. It was so great to have all four of you and to have a full studio. So thank you to the entire Roanoke County Economic Development team for joining us and not only helping us with our holiday shopping, but giving us some behind the scenes details on the departments and the businesses. We can't wait to have you all back and hear more about our local businesses. Now we have with us Alex North from Parks, Recreation, and Tourism, and we have Caitlin Gills from Roanoke County Libraries. Welcome, guys. Hi, thanks for having us. Thank you guys for being here. Okay, so let's talk about the most festive event in Roanoke County. I guess maybe I shouldn't say that. I have no basis for saying that, but the most festive event question mark <laughs> the tree lighting <laughs>
1: yeah yeah we're looking forward to it this year it's back at south county library coming up on monday december 4th
6: perfect the, okay. the event will be from six thirty to 8 30 and this year it's super exciting because it's our 20 year anniversary oh wow okay so do we have anything extra special in store Well, of course, Santa will be there. That's always the highlight event of the evening. Um, We'll have a short ceremony, and then kids from the after-school kids program will be singing fun, festive uh, holiday songs. Awesome. Okay, so what all goes in
0: store when planning this event? We have a couple of different outside people who are helping us with this
1: yeah so our parks rec and tourism our parks division they help us out they deliver the tree right after thanksgiving and they set up the tree and they actually put the lights on it this year as well as our gingerbread cottage display which was new to the event last year
6: So last year we worked with the Salem Roanoke County Chamber of Commerce and we were part of the Gingerbread Trail and we will again this year. Um, You can take a selfie with Lumi and our little (laughs) book character out in front of the South County Library and that'll go up around the same time after Thanksgiving and be up as long as the tree's up. Awesome. Okay, so how long does it take to put up the
0: tree and decorate it?
1: So it takes about a day to get it in and get it placed, and then about another day or two to get everything decorated. So normally we allow for about two days for everything to get decorated, wrapped, and then we do a few test runs with the lighting, and then we're ready to go on the fourth.
0: Okay, have the lights ever not turned on?
1: Not to my knowledge.
0: Yeah, every
6: year, (laughs) fingers crossed, it's gone up without a hitch, and this year's going to be the same. Um, I've been working with the tree lighting since 2014, so I can honestly say I don't remember ever having an issue, so. Good, good. Yeah,
1: same here. I've been working with it since about 16 or 17, and last year, we actually were able to add a really, really giant light switch that helps uh, turn the lights on, and we'll be having that again this year.
0: That was so fun too. It just added a whole extra layer of excitement with the big light switch.
1: Yeah, it's really cool hearing all the all the kids in the after school program, all mm-hmm. their family, their friends, and all the members of the community, you know, counting down from 10 all the way down to one and all of a sudden the lights come on and then Santa arrives on the fire truck, which is always everyone's favorite part of the event.
6: Yep, yes. It's absolutely a magical moment and it makes me tear up every single year when I see Santa <laughs> come. I'm like, I don't know, it makes you just feel like you're a kid again. And it is, it's truly magical.
1: Yeah, it's it's a great event. I mean, it's it's one of those things where the community can come out and, you know, celebrate the holiday season and Christmas together. And, you know, we're really looking forward to that this year. And, you know, Caitlin and her staff at the libraries have done a great job, you know, coming up with some of the cool activities for for kids, teens and adults throughout the night.
6: That's right. So for kids, we're going to have a handful of crafts that they can do throughout, um, even while they're waiting in line for Santa. Mm -hmm. And a couple other Roanoke County departments will be joining us as well, as far as like the police department and social services will be there. Um, The teen center is going to be decked out in all things (laughs) Elf, like the movie. Um, It is also that. (laughs) Uh, movie's 20th anniversary oh, so yes. they are really looking forward to an elf spectacular in there and then we'll have refreshments the cave spring jazz band will be performing in our auditorium and we're really looking forward to everything that is so fun it is a jam-packed
0: evening for sure and for all ages which i think is something especially cool to point out because it's not just for kids um it's for everyone that's right Yes. Yeah, it, it's
1: it's really a great event, and it's something we look forward to working together every year with our friends at the libraries.
0: Yes. Okay, so um, did you guys grow up going to the Christmas tree lighting, since you're both from here?
1: I went when I was a little bit younger, when it was at Green Ridge. Okay. Um, but, and then... Once I started working here um, in 2016, that was really my first experience over at South County Library. But it's really cool to see the the folks coming out year after year. You know, yeah. especially over the last few years, um, coming back off of COVID, we had some bigger crowds, and it's been great to see the library full each night and be able to see all those smiling faces and, and folks folks really losing their minds when Santa <laughs> comes on yes. comes comes in on the fire truck. That's that's my favorite part.
6: Yeah. Yes for sure same I do remember going out to Green Ridge the year it was over there um, mm-hmm. and I think that was just when I was home from college so right. then I've just been a part of it every year since then so that's been fun
0: yeah that's so special well I'm sure we get to meet a lot of families who do come year after year like what you said and that this has become a family tradition that will get passed on Right. yeah that's awesome okay well is there anything else to know about the tree lighting
1: that's pretty much everything we have. Okay. We, we will have marshmallow roasting there as well. Yes. Um, that That's always favorite. Who doesn't love to roast, roast a marshmallow? Yes. yes. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, our friends at the libraries are, are, also have a cakewalk activity as well.
6: Oh. Yes. Yep. So we will have a cakewalk for kids. That's always super fun. Um, the kids really enjoy that. Plus, we'll have commem- commemorative ornaments that we are using with our Glowforge laser engraver um, that say 20th anniversary Werner County tree lighting. So those are first come first served. So there's a lot of other fun things that are happening in both the libraries and Parks
0: and Rec. So I would love for you guys to both share about some of the big things you guys have going on.
6: So one of our next marquee events happening at the south county library is new york times best-selling author martin clark he's a legal thriller writer who's actually from virginia or lives around virginia and he will be there on november 30th at 6 p.m um ten lucky people will get a signed copy of his book for free but you can also bring your books to have them signed um this is our first big author we've had come back since COVID, so we're really excited about that Yeah, I have already heard some buzz about
0: it. So I think people are excited and this will come out right at the perfect time to
6: let people know about it. Absolutely. And then, of course, our other locations, we have great fun for the holidays, Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. um, Christmas programs. Santa will be at all of our locations throughout December. So just check out our website to find all of our fun events.
0: Perfect. Okay. Very fun things going on. And there's some other fun happening at Parks and Rec.
1: Yeah, so we have other holiday-themed programs as well. Um, we have a gingerbread build-off taking place Whoa. at Camp Roanoke on Friday, December 8th. And then we have a family wreath workshop at Green Ridge Recreation Center on Saturday, December 9th. And then we have some winter break camps coming up for the kids when they're out of school at uh, Green Ridge Recreation Center. Those are for kindergarten through fifth grade. Um, from December 18th to the 21st and then picks back up after Christmas from the 26th to the 29th. Then that time we'll also have some holiday themed uh, prestige gymnastic camps at Brambleton Recreation Center right before Christmas. So and folks can check out our Rec Life uh, brochure for winter which um, just released and then go to RoanokeCountyParks.com to register for any programs or some of the ones I just mentioned.
0: Awesome and we cannot forget Illuminites
1: exactly yeah Illuminates is almost here opening weekend is coming up November 18th and 19th and then we pick back up Black Friday weekend the 24th through the 26th of November and then we run December 1st all the way through the 30th except for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day coming up at Explore Park so it's it's really it's 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 here and uh you know between the Christmas tree lighting and Illuminates I, I think we offer a pretty good variety of of holiday happenings for our folks here in Roanoke County and really uh, visit Virginia's Blue Ridge and beyond
0: Absolutely. I know I'm excited. I am ready for it. Um, I've started seeing some of the garlands going up on the streets and it's here. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy because, you know, our, our staff really takes a lot of time to plan each year and, you know, to see the park transform into Christmas mm-hmm. really late September on. But our staff's done a great job and we're looking forward to having folks come out this year to Illuminates um, because, you know, of course, this year tickets are the, are the same price for our regular tickets, which is seventeen fifty for ages six and up or excuse me, 16 and up. And then for ages three to 15, it's $6.50. So folks can go and register online at explorepark.org slash Illuminites. And we have many other activities uh, for the family to enjoy at Illuminites as well. We have our Artisan Christmas Market. Yes. Which has 50 unique Christmas vendors um, that have a lot of items that are unique handmade items and they're also exclusive to Explore Park. So, you know, if you want to do some holiday shopping while also supporting local artisans, you can do that at the Artisan Market, which is open throughout the event. Santa will be there as well. So not only will he, will he be at the libraries, but he'll be at Illuminates on select nights December 5th through the 7th and the 11th through the 14th. And then we have um, our Snowville Mini Christmas Village, which is popular. And we also have some other food and beverage vendors on site throughout the holidays as well.
0: Wow. We are set.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys so much for hopping on the podcast this month. We're so excited to see you all at some of the big events we have happening.
1: Thanks for having us.
6: Thank you.
0: Thank you all for tuning in on this month's episode of Out of the Office. Last Christmas, I had so much fun going to Illuminites and to the tree lighting, and I'm looking forward to doing it again this year as well as shopping local. All right, tag us in your favorite local business, holiday shopping sprees, and Illuminize and tree lighting pictures, and we'll be sure to share them. Have a great day.